Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody. This is the podcast. Thank you for downloading. Doc D's on the show today to tell us if microwaves are indeed healthy or not. Are they killing you? Also, Dr. D is like a day early. We've had a little little shuffle around. Oh, yeah. It's Meds Day. Welcome to Meds Day. recording on Weds Day. If you ever want to get in touch with Dr. D about anything to do with the, the human body, or yes. if you have like a rash, you can send it to us on socials. Yes. And also, surprisingly, Michael Ross wants wild horses to be put down. We're going to find out why. <laughs> They're scum of the earth. Very weird. <laughs> very, very weird. Uh, we've also got a new name for the Perth Museum. But first, Ben Harvey. Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Harvey. Michael Russ. Oh, give me the news. Paul Hogan says he wants to spend his final years in Australia after living abroad. Paul Hogan, more like Paul Homigan. Well, <laughs> mate, it gets worse today. It gets worse. Netflix has renewed its hit series Dharma for a second season. This one will focus on Greg. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's thanks to me. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me about this series. I'm like, what, Dharma from Dharma and Greg got a spin-off? Uh, and finally, Australian test selectors have made headlines bringing back some unsuspecting names. Travis Head, Alex Carey, and it looks like there'll be Scott Boland again. Because yeah. his name's Scott Boland. And, and he's back. And he's, and he's, and he's, he's bowling, bowling. He's bowling again. Yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Short, sharp, to the point, amazing, <laughs> love it. On the way, the Perth Museum has a brand new name voted by the people. So let's see how they went. Uh, in a bit of news, uh, the Perth Museum has changed its name. All right. What's uh? What are they named it to? Is it like the uh, Van go inside and have a great time, or is it like that's some... what you, you love something like that? Wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called yeah. What they call the Perth Museum? The Perth Museum. Yeah. What they call it? They called it the Perth Museum. Yeah. What they call it? The Perth Museum has renamed itself yeah. as the Perth Museum. Why? Because the people got to vote, and they oh. chose the most obvious choice. And does it like, make us look bad? Well, where is it? In Scotland. <laughs> uh, Perth, Scotland. Uh, the Perth Museum in Scotland uh. renamed themselves. Not our Perth, so it's not on us. Oh, okay. Uh, many believe that it was, like, West Australia's fault. Mm. Uh, it is not, no. The people of Perth and Kinross, of which Perth is named after... So when we started Western Australia in like the late... Oh, really? So we're second Perth. We're the second in Perth. In WA. Yeah, yeah, well, not in, the, in WA. We're the first Perth in WA. Yeah, sorry, but like There's... just telling everyone where we are just in case they thought they were listening to Scottish radio. <laughs> and uh, look, they're just a very simple people, the Scots, aren't they? You so know? I just imagine, coming up next, freedom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the... <laughs> this was the go-to. It was it was called like the the Perth and Kinross Museum, and they're like, "Can you just call it the Perth Museum?" And I said, "You know what? That's a good idea." Other suggestions included the Sparkling Museum of Perth, the Victoria Drummond Museum. Not sure who Victoria Drummond is. Uh, the Bone Zone, because obviously <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. There would be skeleton skeletons. There's skeletons inside, yeah. so it's it's the place you. You keep them, yeah. and it looks like a few other countries may be stuck in there because there's the Haggis Hut. 
Oh, the haggis hut sounds great. Uh, and uh, there was a Braveheart Preservation Society. Like, that was thrown in there as well. So we nearly got you, you got, little Scots. Would you call it Graveheart? Because everything in there is like dead. Yeah. That, that's nice as well. But yeah, the Scots, they're not, they're not to be messed with. We want to call it the Perth Museum. That's where I'm going to Perth. That doesn't make any sense. Do you think they ever get lost and come here instead? Yes, if you've been to Northbridge. <laughs> doctor, doctor. If you have a medical mystery or require a remedy, then you need our one and only P-Play physician, Dr. D. Dr. D's advice is purely educational and he always encourages you to see a GP. Good morning, Dr. D. Good morning, Mitchell Michael. How are you? We're good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks for asking. You're getting ready for for a big day, sorting out your, your breakfast. It's an important meal. I am. I, I've actually already had it and I'm, I'm ready to hit the road. What do you What do you have? Do you have like brain food? <laughs> um, depends on what I had. I went to the store and bought. Usually some eggs, maybe some cereal. Nice. Oh. Now, do you ever do you ever do like a quick scrambled egg in the microwave? Ooh, um, no, but that sounds like a tasty and easy treat. Mm. Where's your microwave located in the house? Is it at head height? Can it be at head height, Doctor D? I basically need to know. Will I get a brain tumor if I stand next to a microwave? <laughs> um, so the microwave in my house is at head height, and. No, I you you won't get a brain tumor from um, microwaves. Um, I think what people think about when they hear the word microwave is it's like oh it sounds like you know a, a wavelength of light it sounds like radiation, um, but in actuality, micro if you look at like the spectrum of um, like microwaves and light and like gamma radiation, microwaves are on literally the opposite side to gamma radiation, so. Which means it's like it's not getting into your body and like messing things up with your DNA and changing things around. The way it works actually is that it vibrates at the same frequency as water. Okay. And so your water molecules start to get hot and then the things with water in them start to get hot as well. Okay. So Gamma's the one that turned him into the Hulk, right? So this is the opposite of, uh, of that. Yeah. Okay. Now. Is this silly that when my food finishes in the microwave, I don't open the door for a good three to five seconds to let all the bad waves die down? Because <laughs> I don't want to let them out so they escape. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think you need to do that. I think I think you'll be okay if you open it straight away. Oh, um, really? I can understand your fear, but I reckon I reckon you'll be fine. Because honestly, if microwaves were causing this much damage to people, like I don't think the companies would be allowed to make the model without the safety features to prevent it from happening. There would be like huge class actions and they'd stop the product coming out. So they're, yeah. they're tested and they're pretty safe. But Optus isn't supposed to let our data out, but they still did it, you know? They, I don't think they did it voluntarily. <laughs> oh, they just they got hacked. Voluntarily. <laughs> <laughs> but you're saying that they haven't put a lock on voluntarily. Because, yeah, if, it, if you needed to wait three or five seconds, it would stay locked for three or five seconds. Mm. But guess what? They're not locked at all. You can open them mid-cook. Yeah, exactly. Straight away, it doesn't matter. So if I was in a microwave, it's more the thing that like it would make me explode, not make me sick. Yeah, you, it would. It, <laughs> it would make all of the water molecules in your body start to vibrate with high frequency. Yeah, and I don't know exactly what would happen, but nothing good would come of it. <laughs> <laughs> so don't get in the microwave. That's Doctor D's main tip. 
but be around Please it. Please do not get in your microwave. Be near it. <laughs> and, and so microwaving food, not bad. Good. Uh, yeah, it's pretty useful. So, absolutely. So there's no negative of it's, a microwave. It's not poison to eat the microwave food. Uh, not, not to the best of my knowledge. Wow. There you have it. What do you know? Dr. D. Yeah. Solving the world's problems yet again. <laughs> have Hopefully. a good day, Dr. D. Bye, Dr. D. Thanks, guys. Take care. Do you like horses? Oh, yeah, horses, yeah. Like horses? Yeah. Not the song. Oh, the, the things? I don't know. They scare me because they seem like they're always scared, but they're the size of a small truck. Like, so they could be like, ah, and then I die. And I tell you what, they're very scared at the moment, some horses. Yeah. Uh, because over east, all of the flooding has left a group of horses, like, stranded on an island. Oh, uh, no. And they have no food. No. And so one group have been flying out hay bales to them in Barma National Park uh, to feed the horses. Really? And I'm just here to say, don't feed the horses. Why? Leave them on the island. Why? Because they're wild horses. I should have got Rolling Stones wild horses. But they're, they're Brumbies, okay? So they, uh, they don't belong to anyone. They run around the National Park. And so I just say, leave them to it. Why? Okay. Because horses are a pest. Horses are a pest, mate. They don't, like, I know that the Brumby is iconic Australian, but they're a pest. They destroy national parks. Don't they all start as wild horses, though? Like, you know, really? In their soul? (laughs) In their soul. No, because... In their, sorry, in their foal. It's the equivalent, nice. It's the equivalent (laughs) of like, oh, there's a drought on. Better put some water out for the cane toads. That's what you're doing. How dare you? Compare a beautiful Brumbry to a cane toad. They're as terrible as each other. They're as bad for the environment as each other. We shouldn't be looking what after if, Brumbies. What if, and you know that the reason why I'm defending this is not the reason why everyone else thinks I'm defending this. Everyone thinks, oh, how Mitchell cares about these living creatures. No, 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 no. no. It's like in the NBA. Okay, yeah, you're going to get some good players from like the the really reputable high schools and the private schools. Sometimes you go to the projects and there's some kid bowling out in the street ball courts and he ends up getting drafted in the top 10 in the NBA. So what I'm saying is if you go over to that island, what if there's the <laughs> next Winks over there? Yeah, far know, For the Melbourne Cup. Could be other. You know, it does actually happen. People do yeah, still take Brumbies and turn them into that's like... That's what I'm saying. And like, and he's... Grown up on the streets. Oh, we never knew where we were going to get an next hair bale from. And that's how you know he's got that street <laughs> grit. I've regaled you with tales of my Italian family through the Manfredini memoirs. Yes. Now get li- ready for a little bit of Ross Dross. What's, uh, what's Dross? Dross is kind of like uh, like dribble. Like you're just oh, kind okay. of like talking, that sort of <laughs> thing. So that's a bit of Dross. Uh, no, the, the Ross family are a long and storied family, and I want to tell you about my great-grandmother, because I believe this can help you and your problem gambling out, okay? Okay, it's only a problem if you're losing. That's not what they say. <laughs> Currently winning. It should be. I mean, like, you're doing better than other problem gamblers, but you still got no, Once again, not a problem. What? Is it you love your wife too much? Is that a problem? That can be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my great-grandmother, uh, Mari Ross... Are we talking skill or length and age? So your one that is with your Italian dad? No. So my great-grandmother, 
uh, was the daughter of like Irish immigrants ah. uh, here in Australia. Diddly day. And uh, she's the mother of my grand of my grandfather, the one that didn't come to my wedding. So oh, yeah, okay. Mom, she loved a dart. She loved a crochet. Oh, it's all making sense she now. She loved to go fishing. Yeah, she she was She was amazing. She was the best. But she had a bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. She liked the pokies. Hey. She'd be feeding those coins in at Crown in Perth, back yep. when it was just the Burswood Casino. Yep. And she would be there to till all hours. Oh, till okay. all hours. She'd get like the bus there, I'm pretty sure. The they're bus like, there? Yeah. And she'd be playing. And you see the oldies doing it. And they're stuck there. They're glued there. Mm-hmm. And you think it's all just a bit of fun and games, a bit of flashing lights, but yeah. she got she got in serious trouble once. Oh, really? With Burswood security. How? Why? Okay. Because she, you know, she just she just loved being there, and she loved the money and and going and yeah. putting the money in and seeing it all come out. And at the end of the night, this is sort of how she used to talk. She had a bit of a ah, how's it going, yeah. Shane? That's my dad. Like, <laughs> and at the end of the night, they'd open the pokies. And uh, and all the coins had come out, and they'd be like a big tub, yeah. a big tub, and it was surrounded by like security guards in like suits, and they like wheel along this tub, going from machine to machine, and they come past me, and I and I reach in and I run my fingers through the coins, like putting my hand yeah. into the beautiful ocean of coins, and they grabbed me and were like, "What are you doing? Yeah, you can't do that." <laughs> She's like. I just wanted to. I just wanted to feel the coins because it's. I've never seen this much money in my whole life, and they're like, "Man, you can't. You can't touch the money." And they had to. They had to like check her in case she had like stolen anything. Like, like check the bag. And so she's like, "Nah, I'm not stealing anything. I just wanted to feel all the beautiful money across me hands." And this is where you got to head, mate. This is a cautionary tale. Sounds like she's at a strip club. (laughs) (laughs) You can look, but you cannot touch. (laughs) I'll play a little quick round of lingo. Lingo! That's where we uh, we dive into some of our favourite words. And Mitch, uh, you can get the bingo if you can get this right. Today we're looking at words that have changed meaning okay. over time. Okay. So, awful. You know, like, ah, oh, today is absolutely awful. We're not talking awful like, oh, this boat is awful, so we can... Rolling. No, not O-A-R. Okay. A-W-F-U-L. <laughs> Just so like, <laughs> that joke was awful. <laughs> That's what it means now. Joke bad. Yeah. What did awful used to mean? Is that what I'm telling you? Yeah. So tell me, what okay. do you think awful actually meant to begin with? I should have saved that joke for now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, bo- <laughs> you can double down if you want. Uh, no, I'm going to say awful was how you would describe like a a, a a filling roast from medieval times. You've been like, I'm awful. Like, no, no, no I don't like... even mean it like that. <laughs> Although I do like that. Uh, no, I'm just going to say like, like, oh, this roast is awful. Just meaning kind of like a, there's like plenty of it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but you're along the right. It did mean a good thing. It meant literally full of awe. Like awesome. Oh. Yes. So I wasn't far off. Just yeah, not, not too far oars. off. You'd be like, this roast was absolutely awful, mum. <laughs> As oh. going like, I was so filled with awe at how amazing this roast was. I'm full of awe. <laughs> All right, next up. Uh, silly. You know, some Ooh. say our show, very silly. The but, silly season. You know, yeah, where things are a little bit, a little bit crazy, a little bit maybe juvenile, like it's, oh, very silly. But that's not what it originally meant. Oof. What is silly supposed to mean? Silly means 
oh, silly means bad. So you think it's it's bad, but not like childish, but bad, bad is what you're thinking. Yeah, like it's silly, like it doesn't do its job properly. So therefore, it's like a bad knife or like a bad ladder. It's a silly ladder. Oh, this ladder so silly. Yeah. It's bloody missing rungs. Yeah. Incorrect. Uh, silly was a good thing. It meant that you were like uh, really pious. So like a, you might describe a priest as being silly. Why? Oh, he goes to church every Sunday. <laughs> what a silly sod. <laughs> but you'd be but you're meaning he's very like he's very devout. He like he, he he loves God. Like he's a very pious, holy man. See? He's silly what, man. When I called your religion silly the other day. You're absolutely right. Yep. The Pope, silly hat. Yeah. It is a silly hat. Nice. Is it a fryer or is it a dryer? Is it the best store? Are you just a liar? It's bring your favourite appliance to work day. It is indeed Bring Your Favourite Appliance to Work Day, and there is a much underappreciated appliance in the home, the workplace, Mitch. I think people have been mistreating it, yeah. and it used to have like a higher a higher status. Cast your mind back to the 80s. I will. I was. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, your mum would have loved a few recipes that you can slap in the old microwave. Yeah. Okay. Now we just sort of see it as like, oh, just reheat food. No. That's wrong. Mm. It is a culinary masterpiece. Get rid of your oven. Throw out your pans. It's all about the microwave. Okay. So I have here two identical meals. So the exact same ingredients. The only difference is that one has been cooked in a pan. One has been cooked in a microwave. Okay. Uh, And I want you to describe these to the listeners. I want you to taste them as well. And we're going to figure, and I'm going to prove to you. I'm going to prove that microwave is better. I'm just going to like you think it's not, but microwave is better. Okay, it looks like pork mince. Is that right? It is pork mince. Nice, good. Uh, bloody doubt. Actually, got my kitchen rules. <laughs> pork uh, mince and uh, potatoes and some potatoes. Just meat and potatoes. I wanted to keep it really simple. Am I supposed to guess which one is which? Because that's it's very easy. Oh guess. yeah, absolutely, Visual. mate. So which? So visually, on the right is microwave. On the left is uh, pan. Pan. And you, yeah. and so like, what are you? Like a little bit grey over there with the microwave, nice and brown yeah, in the pan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then you can have a little taste. Right. Uh, you, it seems like you're starting with the pan, uh, and I do hope that it's like so. It's just salt, pepper. Uh, there's some parsley in there. Okay. Uh, it's like it's like clean eating, mate. It's just your meat and potatoes. Okay. Clean eating. So yeah. What do What do you think? What do you? What... Yeah, it tastes like mince, mince and, and potatoes. And potatoes. Yeah. Great. Uh, you get a little bit of caramelization there. And now if we compare that mm-hmm. to the microwave, I'm going to prove to you that the microwave is better. Mm-hmm. Because what did you say before the song? Uh, food, food is, is fuel. fuel. Okay. Right. So just right. A, so that, that pork mince was cooked only in the microwave. Like from start to finish. From raw to done, really? only in the microwave. Because you can do it. And if food I'll is fuel, that. Yeah. I'm here to tell you that the one you're eating right now this delicious microwave meal uh, is better for you. Why? It is healthier for you. Microwaves keep the most nutrients in your food. I thought they zapped all the nutrients no. out. No, no, it's been proven that it is the best way to cook your food. All your vitamins are right there in the microwave. You cook it in a pan, yeah. you're cooking them out. And that caramelization, that delicious, like, mm, it's like a little bit Where crunchy. Does it go? Like, you're burning it up. 
it's becoming useless. Your body can't use it. And all that, that little caramelization you love, a barbecue in particular, that, mate, that's going to give you cancer. That's carcinogens you're making, cancer-causing. Yeah, but will I be ripped? Because. On the, on the microwave, yeah, you will. but I'll eat more of the delicious stuff. You got to no, think about it like that. Food is fuel, mate. Doesn't matter how it tastes. Doesn't, you say, um, mm. It's your words. Food is fuel. I have proven to you, microwave yeah, but this, is the healthiest form of food. Yeah, but this tastes like E10. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.